Grace. We have heard the word grace many times. And the definition to grace is, uh, anybody can tell me? God's unmerited favor. As Christians know, grace is that's God's unmerited favor. And we kind of leave it there. But grace has a whole lot of different levels. And uh, I'm, I'm actually a living witness of uh, grace. The only reason why I'm here today, uh, as I've told y'all before, God stored grace upon my heart, unmerited favor. It's nothing I did to deserve it, but I was not saved until age 40. So I've only been saved for 15 years. Anything before that would have happened to me, I was toast. I mean, I mean toast. Probably not toast. That lake of fire is nothing to play with. And those who are not saved, according to the Bible, that's where you're going. Uh, and he, he, he gave me enough grace to save me from that. So when I look back at it, and from all the knowledge that they've given me, I, uh, I totally appreciate it. It's overwhelming. And what it does, it drives my heart to do whatever God asks of me, uh, especially uh, within this particular church. Amen? Amen. The first scriptures I want to look at, now we're going to go back to Genesis. And uh, this is, it, uh, God brought this upon my heart. And it's, it starts with Genesis, I start with verse 5. Then the Lord saw that, now we, we're going to look at an example of grace, or what God did back then. And then we'll bring it forward. I got a lot of, uh, some of the stories might be funny, uh, some of them not so funny. And he asked me to use my own life and way he showed grace within my life. And at the same time, you will be able to look in your own life and you should see where God has given you grace in all type of different situations. That's the only reason why you're here today is because of grace. Genesis chapter 6. And we, we get, everybody knows Noah, right? Here's a few scriptures about Noah. Then the Lord saw that the wickedness of man was great in the earth, and that every intent in the thoughts of his heart was only evil continuously. That's how man started. That was an example of man. And the Lord was sorrow. He was sorry that he had made man on the earth. And he was grieved in his heart. That's some serious words. So the Lord said, I will destroy man whom I have created from the face of the earth. If he had stopped right there, none of us would be here today. He said, both man and the beast, creeping things and the birds of the air, for I am sorry that I had made them. Now, you know, we had to be, they had to be real, real bad for God to say, you know what, forget this. I'm not having this here. I'm starting over. I'm destroying everything I've made because of man. But then he goes on. He said, but Noah found grace. And in that particular scripture, if you look in the Hebrew and you look it up, in the concordance, it's actually saying found favor in the eyes of the Lord. I know when I was born, from the time till I got saved, 
I'm going to tell you, I did some hell of a things. And it's really a whole lot of it I'd rather not talk about. But a few things I'm going to talk about. And I, re I really did some real dumb things that you're going to hear about. And you you'll wonder why he even saved me, because I was so stupid on some of the things I did. All right? But as is Noah, Noah kind of walked with the Lord. As you continue in that chapter, he kind of, you say, God walked with Noah. So out of everybody on the face of the earth, all because of Noah, God found favor in Noah. He gave him grace. He wasn't one of the ones who had to go to wicked hearts. Not saying that he was perfect, because there was never a perfect man that ever walked the face of the earth, nor a woman. I hate to break the news. All right? I hate to break the news. But anyway, that's the way it was. So he had enough love for his creation that he was about to destroy till Noah found favor. All right? And, and it's, between, it's, it's because of Noah and his sons, Tim, Ham, and Jeffers, and his wife and their wives, is the reason why we're here today. He changed his mind on destroying everything, and then he took those eight people with a bunch of animals on a big boat. Lord, I imagine it stank on that boat because you got every creature. And it wasn't always just too pad up. They had some of them six, some of them seven. I think even some of them eight. We'll go back and check. Them guys in the Bible are going to let you know. They're going to let me know if I'm wrong or not. All right? They're going to let me know. But anyway, and they had some animals for sacrifice. But anyway, all that time that it was on there, God showed his grace toward mankind and his creation. Although as wicked as it was back then, and even now, none of us have been perfect. We didn't done some devilish things. But yet, we still here. We still here to talk about it. Back in the days, I put my glasses on because you gave me grace to be able to buy these here. I got to use them. All right. I'm going to back it up just a minute. All right. Grace actually means God's kindness, his favor, his presence, precious, well, favored, and bestowed. It also wraps up with graciousness to bend and stoop in kindness to an inferior to bestow or employ. Grace was created by him and was all because of the love that he had for mankind. You're only here today because of the grace that God has given you in your life. But you see, every day we live, we don't even look at that. We don't even think about it. Every day you go out to work. I work in Gonzales now. I travel right at between 1,000 to 1,200 miles a week. Yeah, I take that trip every day. And I come on back home. I work 10 hours a day, and I come on back. My man Jonathan was nervous. He didn't think I was going to make it for the sermon tonight. It's a long haul. And I had bad weather and all that type of stuff. But God gave me grace even on the way here. I was speeding. 
Hope there ain't no police in here. <laughs> There's one. Forgive me. Forgive me. <laughs> but anyway, I did. I'm going to tell the truth. Ain't no sense in lying about it. But I got here. All right? How grace look in my life? Way back, before I started doing concrete work, as a matter of fact, one of the things and one of the favors God gave me and the grace that he had bestowed in my life was able to do concrete. Matter of fact, the very slab that you are sitting on and the very parking lot you park in and the sidewalks that you walk on and amongst many other things around here, he blessed me with that talent to be able to do it right here in this particular storehouse. That kind of grace. Grace is your talent. He'll give you talent in your grace. But way back before I started doing that stuff, I was young. I was probably, let me see, I was 25 years old. At 25, you think you pretty much know everything. Well, I was working down at Gonzalez. I'm sure how God works. And this is before I was saved now. 25, 40, 15 years different. I ran a dump truck. I had a 14-yard tandem dump truck. And I had a white guy down there that I'd be able to park my truck by and he'd watch my truck at night. And then I stayed off, off in a, in a uh, little, little one-check uh, hotel type deal to just give you a room. They give you a room, a bed, and a lamp. That's it. Rest of it you got to fend for yourself. So I worked down there during the week. I come on home. Well, I laid my truck up because on the dump truck you got 14 yards. You got a big old, big old canister on the back of it. And when it rains, it'll fill up with water. When it fill up with water, it'll rust the bottom out. So we raise our beds up. All right? Well, that morning, I usually take the truck, and when you take off on the truck, you hit the brakes real quick. Take off, bam, hit the brakes. The bed will come down. Well, one day I forgot. And when I forgot, the bed stayed up. And all them telephone lines came down. Rim! I had lines from here to the parking lot. And I got scared. I raised that bed up. And we got them off. They kind of ripped off. Got them off. And then quite naturally... That was the only main line of lines coming through there down there in Port Sulphur. It ain't nothing but a shotgun place. You got one rope. You got land on both sides. Ain't got nothing else. We're building levees down there. Well, when Cleek, when, uh, when AT&T got a hold of me, they found out who it was. I had a $15,000 bill waiting on me. I said, Lord, I'm going to pay this. I didn't even know the Lord then. It's amazing how you can call on the Lord when you're in a time of need. And I ain't even know it. I ain't know no church. In fact, at that time, I thought preachers was a fake. Church people, I wasn't around. I was out there. I was kind of, I, I was busy. I was wild, all right? But I called on the Lord, all right? 
So this thing went on, and I tried to duck them, and they kept calling. And I ducked some more, and they kept calling. And I said, you know what? I got to face up. So I called them. And uh, quite naturally, you're going to be scared. So when I talked to the people, there's a man came on there, and uh, he explained the situation to me, explained what they had to do. And then the man said, I see what I could do. I said, okay. So the guy called me back a week later. I still had to pay $7,500. Even though I was not saved and I didn't do anything toward God, he cut that bill in half. I wrote that check. Printed it didn't bounce, no. I didn't do that. <laughs> I wrote it. And... Uh, they, 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 they signed off, I signed papers or whatnot. I got rid of that. Well, lo and behold, about a year later, I was cleaning off some property right there in Mandeville. Tell you about grace, by God. Why God look over all of us? And let me tell you something. Every person is looked over every day, every hour, every second. Whether you know him or not, He's there. Whether you saved or not, he's there. How do you think he know everything you do? He can count it back from the day that you was in your mother's womb. He knew every heartbeat. He knew everything. But anyway, I got there. I was cleaning some land. And I had a guy helping me. I ain't going to call his name. I wanted to kill him. But I ain't going to call his name. And the guy, I was working on one side of the property. He was working on the other. And he cut a tree. And when he cut the tree, the tree spun. But when the tree spun, it leaned. And when I looked up, it was heading toward all them power lines. And it was heading toward everything that Clico, uh, not Clico, uh, South Central Bill had up there. All I seen was dollar sign. <laughs> Think I dropped. Boom. I said, I got to do something. The tree stayed. The wind wasn't blowing. Thank God. So I got a bright idea. I said, okay. I had bought this hot 50-foot ladder out of New Orleans. Oh, there's the police. <laughs> I got in my truck, that ladder was so long I had to tie it to the mirror and tie it to the back, to the tailgate. I had an eight-foot, I had an eight-foot bed truck, Zach. They ain't had no crew cabs or nothing like that. So I had to tie that ladder to the side of the truck, and I rushed over on Coffee Street. When I rushed over there, I took that ladder out and I extended it. I got it up, you got a rope. You pull that thing, come up 50 feet. And I leaned into that tree, and I dug it into the ditch. To keep it from falling toward those lines. And your elder, Lord help him, got the bright idea of climbing that ladder. I climbed that ladder with a small chainsaw. And I had the idea, well, if I cut the limbs on this side, I can take some of the weight off this side 
and make the tree go that way. This is no lie. This is exactly what I did. I told you I was scared. All I seen was dollar sign. It was going to cost me a whole bunch of money. I did that. And you know what? It worked. But it worked too well. Because the tree fell. And I was in it. I was 51 feet up in that tree. And when I cut that last limb, and then I had the chainsaw tied to me. That's how crazy I was. I had to tie it right here. That tree shifted. And it went on the property, and it fell. And when that tree was falling, I called on God again. Oh, my God. So I rolled that tree down. And before that tree, I couldn't tell you exactly how far it got off it before it hit the ground. I jumped and rolled like firemen do. When you catch on fire, they say jump and roll. Well, that's what I did. Your elder did that. But this is the great part about it. I was never seriously injured. I had a little rope burn on my arm here, on my bicep, where that chainsaw was tied to me. If it wasn't for God's grace in that situation, I should be, I should be crippled up. Or if not dead. That's grace he put in my life. Now, I was 25 at that time now. It was 15 years later before I really knew who he was. He was watching over me at that point. And I've been in a lot of other crazy things. I've been in 14 different car wrecks. I've totaled out seven different cars. But I'm still walking. I haven't lost no limbs. Thank God. Now, I am a little crazy. All right. I might have lost some up here because <laughs> I got banged up pretty good. But because of the grace, I know he looked down and said, you know what, this boy is just stupid. He said, I got to save him. Jerry, I know he did. Many times over. Lord, thank you. And I, and I mean that. Many times over. The dumb stuff that I've done. He looked upon me. And, and all kind of injuries that I could have had, and I have, have had. In fact, he just looked upon me, just what? Back then, February 20th, I was facing a serious operation. Uh, they were looking for me to wear a colostomy bag, uh, possibly for a long period of time, if not the rest of my life. They didn't know until I got in there, in the church. I actually asked the church. I asked y'all to pray for me. And the elders came up, I ain't even tell you about the night they came up. Those guys need to be checked. They're not all that. But anyway, they came and they prayed for me. In fact, when I called them, they came. And that's the, one of the things that I love about this church. God has grace over this church, and it has so much favor. And they've had a lot of answered prayers. We have a loving, caring church. We work as a unit we work as a unit we have favor by God in this church before I came here anybody know this place before it became this right here you got a few who didn't remember it broken down building 
sit pretty much right here. When you walk in the front door, the floor start doing this here. And when they sing in praise, you can do the wave. Everybody remember them days? <laughs> Listen to me. Because of God's grace. Look at this place now. Look what he has done with Faith Bible. Because of grace. We have seen many people come. He has blessed their lives, changed their lives, and then he has sent them in other areas where they could touch other people's lives. All because of grace. And the biggest grace that he bestowed upon us in all our lives is Jesus Christ. Without Christ, none of this would be possible. And if everyone would join me, because of our Lord and Savior, let's give him a big hand. Amen? One of the last things that I want to say in Romans, you go to Romans, Romans 5.20. It says, God's law was given so that all people could see how sinful they were. And we mess up. Sin is messing up, missing them all. We mess up a lot. It says, but as people sinned, as I've screwed up in my life, people sin more and more but God's wonderful grace, his unmerited favor, became more abundant. And that scripture has touched everybody's life in here. And because of Christ, the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God through Jesus Christ is eternal life. Let's give the Lord a hand. Amen. That's the end of my sermon tonight. I enjoyed y'all. I thank y'all. Amen. <laughs>